0: Hey guys, welcome back to Real Sex Talk with Honey. I'm Honey, and I'm so glad that you're here. The first thing I want to mention, guys, is that this is an adult-only podcast, so don't forget, you have to be 18 or above to continue... Second thing I want to mention is I find it absolutely astonishing that I tell you guys I need more people on my Patreon so that I can um, get rid of the uh, ads on this podcast. And instead of people subscribing to my Patreon... You guys have actually ended your subscriptions. So I'm wondering what that's telling me to me. That says that you don't like me talking about money, even though it's only a dollar a month that you don't like me asking for support. So I will be talking about my Patreon because that's where I do my erotic bedtime stories, but I'm not talking anymore about the ads on here or how we can get rid of them or anything like that. I'm just going to be putting ads on the podcast like everybody else does. And I will also have a Patreon, which I will tell you about, because that's where I do my, um, where I record and store my erotic bedtime stories. So if you're interested in my erotic bedtime stories and a few other things, I post a few other things as well. Um, And I hold a monthly drawing, which I am going to do uh, probably tomorrow for last month. Um, So anyway, if you're interested in that, just use the link, excuse me, use the link on my, uh, the description of this podcast, and uh, that'll take you to the Patreon. Okay. All right. Today's podcast is about men and women. What is it? Mars and Venus. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Jeez. Oh my gosh, guys. Oh. Men and women. You know, it'll ne- it, it it will never stop. You know, um, people try. People try to bridge that gap, but men and women are fundamentally different. And I don't think we're ever going to do anything to make that connection uh, the way that we maybe want it to be. I mean, it's just not going to happen. That's not realistic. Women are emotional creatures. Men spend their life running from emotions. And since those are the really the biggest issues, um, the biggest, uh, I guess, contrasts in the, um, the, the uh, genders, uh, I don't think we're ever going to 100% be able to bridge that gap. I don't think we're ever going to 100% be able to be on the same page or see eye to eye. I just don't. Um, I've had some examples in the last few days of the um, extreme differences between men and women. Uh, and, And I know that it's emotions. That's what it comes down to is emotions. And I know that this has been talked about, you know, forever, but I've never really talked about it here on this podcast. And since it's been on my mind the last few days, I just thought that I would talk about it and get your opinion um there just doesn't seem to be anything that you can do to help a man to um to learn how to embrace his emotions or to even understand and this, this would be great if a man could just understand and appreciate that his partner has a certain set of emotions and that his actions affect her. If he could even just embrace that and believe it, that might help. But I don't think men do. Like, when a man gets irritated or He's just, men have this thing that they do, which I think all people do at their basis, you know, at their core level. I think all people, when they are horny, they're very generous with their, um, their attitude towards others. So in a partnership, in a relationship, I think that it's easy for, and I do see this more with men, but as I said, I think everybody does it, but it's, it's very easy, uh, for a partner to, um, to recognize what upsets their partner, what arouses their partner, what makes their partner happy when they're, it's easy for them to recognize that and to, to, um, express those things when they're horny. (laughs) I mean, I'm sorry, but it's true guys. When you are horny and you want sex from your partner all of a sudden oh all of a sudden you give her the attention she needs and that she craves you give her if if something was to come up and this, i don't even know a good example but something that any other day of the week you would react a certain way that would probably upset her and make her feel unloved and unwanted and uncared for and you you're just like oh, whatever but when you're horny if that same thing were to happen were to come up you would immediately your brain would go yep this is the thing this is this is where she needs a little attention she needs to be told she's loved i need to recognize that right this minute that thing that thing that she is saying I need to not ignore her. I need to give her a little extra attention right now. When you're horny, you, you can do that. That's part of the whole, you know, the whole mating um, phase. And I'm not talking about when your cock is hard, because the truth is, once your cock gets full of blood, you stop thinking really, you really, truly stop thinking. So I'm talking about the mating phase. I'm talking about the, the, um, the, uh, um, the, oh gosh, what is the word? Um, what is the word that I'm looking for? When you, it starts with an S. <laughs> I hate when I do this on air. <laughs> this is where I need an editor to edit out this crap. <laughs> i'm talking about the um the 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 phase where you're trying to um you you guys know the word that i'm looking for right you're trying to arouse her you're trying to get her attention in this in this phase you're willing to do anything you're willing and capable to do anything any of the stuff that you normally when you're not when you're not aroused uh, or when you're not horny and trying to mate with her any of these things would typically make you turn your nose up at her, and 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 even though you hurt her feelings, you'll ignore her. You, you'll make light of her, you know, needs or whatever because you don't understand them. Um, but boy, when you are horny and you want her to become aroused, you are capable of understanding anything. Do you guys? You guys. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. And that's what gets me. So if when you're in a state of desire, you're capable of giving her what she needs and meeting her needs, why aren't you capable of doing it when you don't want sex? That Is the question. And that in lies. The issue right there. Do you know how many times. I mean. My man. And and I'm not even talking about my current man. Any man I've been with. uh, and, And even men I talk to. Even friends that are men. When they are. In a good mood. Or wanting sex, they will speak to me in more words than one or a grunt when they're satisfied and not interested in anything or not in a great mood, they um ah, seduce that was the word I was looking for. <laughs> Part of the seduction dance is what I was trying to say. Anyway, when they are um, not trying to seduce you, um, you're lucky if you get a grunt in response to questions or, you know, heaven forbid you want to have a conversation unless it's something that, you know, they're interested in. Um, But when they're in a seduction mode and they're wanting you to spread your legs for them, Oh, or your mouth <laughs> oh my goodness they do know how to push your buttons they know how to give you what you need and to turn you on by paying attention to you so that's what gets me right there that's what gets me they know what to do they just choose not to because then the next time when they're not when they're not in a seductive mood when they're not in a mood that they need you for sex and you ask them a question or you point out an issue that you want to talk about, you will get nothing. Usually they will get upset with you. Um, but you'll definitely get nothing. You'll get nothing. And, and, and if it's, if it's not an issue and it's just a conversation, you get, you get one word answers, one word answers. They're not, they're just not interested and at the, when they're in this frame of mind, this non-horny state, um, they just typically don't want much to do with their partner. And, and that's not that's not like 100% across the board. Uh, number one, not all people are like that. Uh, number two, they're not that way about everything at all times. There are times they're in good moods and they're not horny at all, but they're in a very good mood. And they will be generous with their time and actually pay attention. But when they're just sort of blase and they're not horny and they want nothing from you, they tend to be rather, um, standoffish and closed off, which can upset their partner. And I guess, I guess my point. Of the podcast this episode in particular is just to say i don't i don't think we're ever going to bridge that gap because i think men are very content with this even though so many people end up divorced because of irreconcilable differences and the women time and time and time again quote that um you know a lack of emotions a lack of connection a lack of interest as their reasons for um, not wanting to continue the relationship. Even though, and men know it, even though they just are not motivated to change it. And I think a large part of that is because men don't mind being alone. Um, Men are very comfortable in relationships that have fallen into disrepair. As long as their partner will just let it stay status quo the way that it is, a man will just go along. Women are the ones, women are the emotional ones. They're the ones that, you know, rock the boat and they want things to be better. Um, and And usually what happens is the woman will be the squeaky wheel over and over and over and over again until it starts being met with animosity from her partner and when it starts causing too much conflict um her squeakiness you know her complaining is causing him to treat her poorly you know he's always mad at her they're always fighting then she eventually will stop squeaking and she will retreat into a place of just you know existing the way that he wants her to. She's grateful when he's paying attention to her and she's just sad and frustrated the rest of the time. And that will go on for a period of time. And then she will stop wanting sex from him and she will resent the fact that he does this. She'll resent the fact that he um, doesn't really want much to do with her unless it has to do with sex. He, on the other hand, thinks everything is grand, you know, that's just the way a man's mind works, he thinks it's wonderful, she leaves me alone, you know, 90% of the time, she seems happy, I'm definitely happy, you know, just going along, and we come together and have sex whenever I want it, this is fucking awesome, but what they don't understand is they're systematically destroying that relationship, and um, women, as I said in the beginning will will say a lot will they will say a lot to save their marriage to save their relationships um, and they will they will say it and say it and say it and they'll go through the phases like I said, and they'll change they'll adapt until they adapt themselves right out of the the relationship and then the man is sitting there going hmm and and the truth is when the woman a lot of times a lot of times the woman gets to the point where, um, the sex stops and that's her. She's, she's decided, okay, look, the only time the man is nice to me is when he wants to fuck me. So forget that because women, you know, in, in general, their sex drive is a lot lower and there's probably a great amount of women who truly only have sex with their husbands because their husbands want it. And when you get into that rut and your, your um, relationship isn't good on top of it. Yeah. All right, guys. Lesson learned. Clean out your storage. Or the next thing you know, you're looking down and your recording is not recording any longer. Lots of good stuff lost. <laughs> All right. What was I saying? Um, yeah, so the so the sex ends because the woman decides it's just it's just not happening for her anymore you know the only time he wants to even interact with me in a in a good way is because he wants sex so so she she cuts it off and um she's perfectly happy with that you know sometimes the relationship ends sometimes the woman's like i'm done it's over you know moving on a lot of times if we're talking about marriages what happens is the woman uh, resents the man for his lack of emotional connection to her and um and everything that I've, i've already previously described and she cuts off the sex and she's perfectly content with that and she will tell the husband that part of our life is over we're not We're not uh, going to ever be intimate again. Um, I don't want a divorce. And uh, I'm not giving you permission to do a damn thing about it. You can jack off all you want. But keep your cock in your pants. You are not straying from the marriage. And if I find out you do, you know, I'll make you pay for it in divorce court. And I talk to a lot of men who have gotten to this place in their marriages and the wife just, um, she doesn't want anything to do with them anymore. And I, I have, um, you know, I've, I've, sometimes I realized that they had issues from the beginning, you know, because I talk to the men and I find out that, you know, they really weren't uh, sexually compatible from the very beginning. But, but sometimes what I've come to realize is because of the whole, you know, Mars and Venus thing, the, the gap in the emotions, sometimes they evolve out of a decent relationship and they evolve into this, this hollow, empty farce of a relationship. And, um, the reason that she, she will not give him permission to go out and, find someone else is because she feels like he robbed her of a good relationship. And she'll be damned if anybody else is going to have him. She doesn't want him. He ruined it. But she doesn't want anybody else to have him because she tried. You know, she did all those things. She was that squeaky wheel. Um... So it's, it's a big mess. It's a big mess. And if you are in one of these relationships and you're sitting there saying, boy, that sounds like what happened to me. I remember, I remember she went for, you know, for years complaining, 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 complaining. And eventually we, we evolved in or devolved into this, this place where we no longer have sex. We're not, you know, we're not intimate. We're basically roommates. If that sounds familiar to you, uh, you may want to, you know, be held accountable for your part in the um, the devolvement of your relationship. And um, look, you have a choice. You can get divorced or you can continue to live in this relationship. She's already made up her mind. She's staying. She's okay. She's fine with the mess that she thinks you made and she's, she's okay with that. Um, and if you're not, that's okay. You know, there's nothing wrong with admitting your part in the destruction of your relationship and moving on. Um, but what you don't want to do is just stay in it and be miserable. Don't be a martyr. You know, you have choices. It's your life too. You can choose to move on with your life. Um, Of course, first you can try to fix it. But don't be surprised when she's not interested. Um, But you will feel better. You will feel better once you exit the relationship if you gave it your all. So if you get to a place where you realize that this is on you, you need to um, accept your responsibility in the destruction and that you want to save it, go for it, go for it and give it your best shot. And if it doesn't work, you can leave the relationship feeling like, yeah, you know, I did my part in destroying it, but I certainly also did my part to try and fix it, but it's not happening. It'll make you feel better. You'll be able to sleep at night. And when you're old, you won't have regrets, at least not about the, the fact that you tried to save it, even though it was too late. Um, it matters you know, it does matter. And if your takeaway from this is nothing more than that, um, if you're a man and you know that you have issues with sharing your emotions with a woman and, and if if anything that I said, I have said resounds, you know, within you, if it, if it makes sense, if it sounds familiar, you know, maybe just think on it, just think on it. Is your relationship important? Do you value your relationship? Have you not yet got to the point um, of no return? Is she still squeaky, that squeaky will? And if she is, you know, do something about it. Start oiling it. (laughs) Pay attention or don't. It's your choice. You know, also, I am not a doctor. I am just a woman with, uh, unfortunately, a lot of experience and I like to talk. So if you get anything out of my podcast, I I hope it's just food for thought. Uh, Even if you don't agree, it's okay. You know, just give it a thought. Oh, all right. Well, that's all I wanted to talk about today, guys. And um, I hope if you have a relationship that's going down the drain. I hope that you will wake up and, um, you know, make decisions and, and that decision can be that it's over. That's okay. But it can also be that you're going to do something to help it, to help it, um, thrive. And that's a good thing too. Whatever you decide, take charge of your life. It's your life and it's the only one you get. Um, and even if you think that you're going to hurt your partner by choosing to leave, you may, you may, you also may be surprised. But the truth is, in the long run, you're doing them a favor. If this is not something that is working, if this is not somewhere you want to be, if she or he is not someone that you can treat well, get out. Just, just get out. Do you both a favor and create space for happiness. That's all. All right, I'm going to go. I hope to hear from you. And um, all my contact information is in the description to the podcast. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.